1: a date with destiny for monday december the 17th i'm your host lisa m saunders coming to you live from baltimore maryland as i will be doing every monday at 6:30 p.m eastern standard time this broadcast is being sponsored by making it happen incorporated transforming your dreams into reality We have another very special show for you this evening, and I am pleased to have co-hosting with me, once again, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated. Uh, This show tonight is also pre-recorded, so you won't be able to call in. I know that uh, sometimes we have people that Try to reach us and uh, may not be able to get through. So I just wanted you to know that this is a pre-recorded show, so you will not be able to call in uh, to this particular broadcast. For those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts. We are now available as a podcast and it is free. So. Please go to your iTunes Store, click on Podcast, and type in a date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever uh, you go. You can send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor, or you can get exposure for your uh, to get exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page, Facebook.com. Forward slash a date with destiny one hundred and one, or you can leave a message via my website info at yourdestinyawaits.net. net. <clears throat> so uh, tonight we have, like I said, a very special show. Miss Teresa Hamilton, are you there?
2: Oh yes, we from here, and I'm feeling very, very good. So I'm sure it's going to be a great show because I already
1: feel it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, happy holidays to everyone. Yes. Um the holidays, Christmas is right here. Yes. And um we're very excited to to uh be able to just be here to celebrate. And yes. um I, I wanna share, I want to take a, a moment out. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have reached the end of the year and what a year it was. Uh but you know what? We made it. Yeah, <laughs> we are yeah. still here, so we we're going to give a big woohoo for that. Um and thank God, and I'm also pleased to announce another milestone for a date with destiny. So, can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. A date with destiny has accomplished its goal of reaching twenty thousand listeners.
2: Wow! (laughs) Yeah.
1: Thank you, thank you. Twenty thousand listeners. So we are just. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We we said we would reach it before the year ended. And we yes.
2: did, yeah, and we exactly.
1: did, so congratulations, right. Teresa Hamilton oh, and of course <laughs> and to we... and to everyone and to everyone who participated in making yes. it happen, um yes. especially to our listening audience for being yes. uh, so dedicated to tuning in um and we have so much more to look forward to. We are working on bringing you more interesting guests. Uh, more interesting topics, exciting giveaways, and having more audience participation. So as we grow, you grow.
0: So thank
1: you, thank you, thank you, and thank you.
0: Um,
1: At the end of the show, I I have a special song that I've chosen uh, to play for you that speaks to how I'm feeling right now. Um, It's one of those songs that when you hear it, you can't help but to feel blessed when you're listening to it. So please make sure you you hang around and and you stay uh stay tuned in uh for that special song at the end of the show and I guarantee you it's just going to bless you. Um last week, <clears throat> excuse me, last week, we had a very very empowering conversation um against all odds. Was the top topic for that show. And it was about facing life's challenges and overcoming them, even though sometimes the odds are stacked against us. Tonight, we're going to discuss how we are worthy of having the good things that life has to offer. Oftentimes, we feel unworthy because of something we may have done to someone else or to ourselves. We feel unworthy when it seems like nothing ever goes our way. We sit back and see others being blessed. And here we sit as we watch everything in our um, own little world. It it crumbles. It crumbles all around us. We feel unworthy when injustice has been committed against us, and especially when it comes from family or those who we thought were our friends, our frenemies. (laughs) So, (laughs) Teresa, how do we go about turning the feeling of unworthiness around how do we go from unbelief to believing that we are worthy?
2: Well, I think what I, and in, i in, in talking about the topic, what's most interested, interesting is how do we get to feelings of unworthiness? How do we start yeah. the process of feeling unworthy to begin with? Because mm-hmm. all of us are born into a wonderful world, and when we're <clears throat> kids, we just have, such high hopes, such bright ideas, and everything. God creates us perfectly as we enter the world. And then once we enter, all of a sudden, as we grow older from childhood to adolescence and then into adulthood, we start developing these feelings of unworthiness. Mm -hmm. And I believe a lot of it stems from uh, us hearing not positive things about ourselves, or not feeling. Or when we make a mistake, instead of us saying, or those around us, around us like family and friends, saying, "Don't worry about it; it'll be okay." Is hearing how you're stupid, or you never do anything right, or you don't deserve my love. So those are the kind of labels that we label people. And I guess for this session, we really. Need to start, and one of the lessons I've been learning this past year is how to learn our brother, love our brother unconditionally. Right, so we're always right. loving when people are doing <laughs> what we want them to do, and as soon as they don't do what we want them to do, then we're nasty towards them, or we don't want to deal with them anymore. So I think that that, as we go into this new year, should be our challenge: is to learn how to love our brothers unconditionally. And when we learn how to love our brother unconditionally, then we learn how to love ourselves better. That is so true.
1: That is so true. Um you know, I guess so I guess it starts with self love. Um
2: Yes.
1: And you know, we we talk about that a lot because if you cannot love yourself, how in the world can you love anyone else?
2: Yeah. Um
1: yeah. And, and you know, and you're so right too when you think about it, a lot of it stems from our childhood, doesn't it? Yes, yeah.
2: yes, yeah. yes. Yeah.
1: You know, parents have to be very, very careful on how we speak to our children. You know, the the seeds that we're planting in into them. And and maybe yeah. they do it uh subconsciously they don't know. I mean subconsciously they don't know. Yeah. Uh that they are depositing such negative things into their kids when they when yeah. they shout and scream at them and tell them they're bad and tell them that you know you're you're never going to amount to anything you're stupid you're dumb you know those yeah. kind of things shouldn't even come across our lips exactly uh, because kids are very vulnerable at you know at such an early age <clears throat> and we have to learn how to do better.
2: Yeah, um, because
1: yes, do. you don't know how they're, you know, how that makes them feel, and even though you don't mean it, you know, it's hard to go
2: back and and erase that and take those words back. Yes, and you know what? Related to that is generally parents are in a lot of pain themselves. Yeah, So when exactly. they're in pain, kids are usually the easiest target. Oh my know, gosh! Uh, yeah, uh, to pinpoint or to direct all their energies into when they're really in pain. And the other lesson about us as we get older, and that's why it's so important, and I think we don't talk enough about ensuring Mm -hmm. that you're in good relationships. It is Mm that whether it's, um, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, uh, uh, your coworkers, your friends, a lot of us take a lot of unnecessary abuse from others. And once we've been abused enough, then (laughs) instead of, you know, Rather than walking away early, we just continue to stay in it, and then we start to abuse others who haven't abused us. So it becomes yeah. this cycle. And, yeah. what, you know, we really need to learn, especially uh, women out there who are desperately trying to find Mr. Right, that sometimes if someone is not treating you right, you're better left by yourself yeah. rather yeah, than yeah. to continue to take abuses from someone, um, you know, that is dishing it out. And I think that we really do need to take a stand that when we feel violated, when we feel like we've been emotionally hurt or this person keeps taking us there, that Mm -hmm. we have to stand up and make a responsible decision and say, you know what, I deserve better, I am worthy, I'm a child Mm -hmm. of God, and and I deserve better. And really stand sure-footed on those principles.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I, I again, listening to this, you know, it reminds me, of, like the other day I watched this movie, um, and the father uh, uh, of this young boy was abusive. He was mean, you know, and he talked to his son about, you know, you, you've got to be a winner, and nothing else matters but winning, and, you mm-hmm. know, you, second place is unacceptable. And, you know, so the kid took a lot of uh, verbal abuse from his dad. So what do you think mm-hmm. happened to the kid when he went to school? Well, when he goes Mm -hmm. to school, then he bullies other kids. You know, he becomes the mean one, and he takes out his frustrations on other people. You know, Mm -hmm. and I find that um, it's a trickle-down effect. So when a parent becomes mean and nasty, um, and because their love life may not go the way they want it to or the, the stress of life just becomes too much for them, well, the only other person that they can take it out on is are their kids you know, yes. and it's it's not fair to the children um mm-hmm. that they have to suffer that way so if you don't if you're growing up in a household of of verbal abuse, mental mm-hmm. and verbal abuse, then mm-hmm. right there you're going to become a young adult you know with all of this negativity. Yes. um and then it even though you may get introduced to uh the church or introduced to you know uh, um god how can you even believe that there is such a god <laughs> you know yes. of love and kindness when all you've had surrounding you is negativity and verbal yes. and mental abuse and sometimes it even it, it goes beyond the uh the the verbal it goes into physical yeah. So yeah, now yeah. you're dealing with, um, you know, you're dealing with a child who's been, you know, verbally, mentally abused, sometimes physically. Mm-hmm. They grow mm-hmm. up, you know, to become, you know, teenagers that just go out here all willy nilly, running around, mm-hmm. you know. And then we, then we talk about the children, like, oh my God, did you see what such and such and how could they do that, you know? Yeah. And 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 I, and I want to say too, um, I had the pleasure of <laughs> meeting uh, Miss Susan Taylor. Um, who was the editor, uh, you know, the, the wrote for um, um, Essence magazine years ago. And this was right when she was leaving um, Essence and, and uh, going uh, to work fully in her calling, which was um, developing her mentoring program. And she came to Baltimore. We brought her to Baltimore uh, to speak to some of the organizations here. We had the NAACP. We had the Urban League um um and we it took place at the blacks and whites museum and and you know others who came uh from different mentoring uh organizations around town and she talked about how each child, I mean, how each person needs to put their hands on a child and each one reach one. And so, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, you know, was, was talking about, yeah, that's a great idea and so on and so forth, and we need to do that. But my thing was, you know, yes, this is true. We all do need to reach out to our children because there's so many children out here who do feel unworthy. But at the yeah. same time, Teresa, you made a very profound statement. It starts with the parents. You know, um, how can a parent or how can an adult put their hands on a child to help them or to mentor them if their stuff is so messed up? Yeah.
2: You know, if they're
1: feeling unloved and unworthy. You know, if they're they're in in their life, you know, they've got so much within themselves that they have to clean up, you know, there's no way they can reach out to anyone else.
2: Exactly, exactly. And it's just... (laughs) We really have to take life and the relationships that we create seriously and understand the impact of them. And the older I get, the more I'm realizing um, uh, how important it is to be positive, how important it is that even when our children fail or that we still give them the proper tools to help them to be successful without tearing them completely down. Uh, that we learn to give them advice and critical advice, but we mm-hmm. to be very careful um, not to just totally tear them down because that once that ball gets rolling in that direction of that feeling of not worthy or not good enough, it can never do anything right. Yeah. it can yeah. go into a dangerous path, <clears throat> and as we've seen in and in, uh, recently with uh, the deaths in Connecticut. That whole process is so Mm.
0: uh,
2: critical, Mm
0: -hmm. and and, uh,
2: although there may be some mental illness there, mental illness still often at times has its basis in dysfunctional behavior in some way. You know, some of it is because the clear-cut ones then you can institutionalize right away. But it is that mental illness that seeps through and that has its behavior and some sort of major dysfunction – Within either the family or the social environment and interaction So there's yeah. so much that we can learn to, to ensure that we don't go there
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Because, you know, it's it's just a shame um, And there's so, I mean, there's so much work to be done There's yeah. so much work to be done Um I wanted to talk about how you know why we are worthy, um, and you know we're just we're worthy of just everything everything good. We are worthy. Yeah. Uh, we may now, now. When I say that, I'm not saying that we're perfect, and you don't have to yes. be perfect to be worthy of something that is already yes. yours. You know, um and, and we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go uh, you know, on the spiritual realm in, in this conversation. Um yeah. and we're gonna go to Bible country um a little yeah. bit. Too. We, we're gonna take it there. We're gonna go there because right. it's necessary. Right. Um yeah. you know, because people need to understand uh really and and this is our belief, okay, this is yeah. our belief. But people need to understand that they come from something greater than themselves, whether you want to believe yes. that or not, um, yes. you know, you do. Uh, There's yes. a spiritual realm out there, um, and we have a God that is just awesome. We have a God that is yes. so big. And and yes. for me, and I want to talk about my God just a little bit, mm-hmm. um, my mm-hmm. God is a God of love, you know. Mm-hmm. When I think about God, I think about love, first and mm-hmm. foremost. Um, and when you think about it and i'm t- I'm not talking about love like you know uh people here just throw the round, the word around all loosely, you know like mm-hmm. I, no, mm-hmm. I'm talking about pure unselfish mm-hmm. unconditional love mm-hmm. that's number one mm-hmm. so if you if we come from something like that the the creator the the mm-hmm. the, the 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 force. Or the source that that created us to begin with, then mm-hmm. what does that make us? We that makes that yeah. means that we come from love, right? Yeah. We were created, yeah. and I'm not talking about our physical parents. I'm not talking yeah. about that. I'm talking about we were created from love. Number one.
2: Exactly.
0: Exactly.
2: So no
1: matter what else, what you do in your life, um, you know. I, you know, we talk about forgiveness. It's already been forgiven. Yeah, See, and that's yeah. another thing of why we feel as though we're we are unworthy, because we haven't taken the time to truly understand that, look, you need to, whatever it is you've got going on in your life.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and if you're walking around thinking that God doesn't love you because of that thing that you've done, whatever it is, yeah. there's nothing that you can do that God won't love you. That's number yeah. one. Because, yeah. you know, um, Everything that you have done, to for whatever, you have to start forgiving yourself
2: Yeah. because God yes, has already
1: yes. forgiven you. Yes, exactly. It's already done. So we walk yes. around with this feeling of unworthiness because oh, yeah. you haven't forgiven yourself for that thing or whatever oh. that you've done. Forgive yourself.
2: Yes, 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 yes.
1: You've got to because... Remember, number one, and, and this is the thing that will break you down if you really stop and, mm-hmm. and, and meditate and think about this thing. Okay, mm-hmm. you may have um, done something that you know ain't right, mm-hmm. you know, but you keep doing it, Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you keep doing it. And, you, and every time you do it, you know it ain't mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Now, who says mm-hmm. it's not right? You know, and it's not because the world says it's not right. It's not because God says it's not right. You mm-hmm. know, in your heart, that that thing that you did or that you're still doing is not right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. why you're walking around feeling unworthy. That's one of the that's yeah. one of the main reasons. Yeah, yeah.
2: yes, yes, yes. And yes, until yes.
1: you stop, and 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 another thing, we can't run and hide from God. There's no, you mm-hmm. can't run and hide from yourself. You can't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. God is with you every single day Every single minute Every second, every yep. single millisecond So you can't yes. run and hide You can't run and hide You just can't mm-hmm. You take mm-hmm. you with you wherever you go mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So you
1: need to stop And just forgive yourself Once and for all yes. forgive yourself And once you do that This wave of love Is going to overtake you
2: Yes, 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 yes and I'm so glad you mentioned that, Lisa, because a lot of times when you talk about God, people think instead of God, you're talking
1: about When Linda, you broke your, your – hello, say that again. Okay, we, we lost Teresa for it. We no, I Ther- said when oh.
2: you're talking about God, sometimes people think you're talking about religion. You know what yeah. I mean? And right, And religion right. is not God. <laughs> right, no. It has anything to do with God's love. And right. we have to separate the two because when you don't, you people think of churches and all of the disappointment they may have had in the church, but that's not God and that's not God's love. Right. And those two things are different. So we have to be really clear on those differences and right. understanding them.
1: Right. Right. No, we're not talking about um, religion at all. Um, we we go. We talk about we're we're in the spiritual realm. We're talking about the love. Of our Creator, um, and the love of our Creator, and that means he created us all. Yeah, you know, regardless of you know what denomination you are, what you know, what your uh, what you what church you go to, what group you're affiliated with, you know, for me, none of that really matters as long as you are uh, recognizing that you are created by something greater than yourself, which we call God, the great yeah, spirit. Exactly. So, and, and once you realize that, you know, you're on the path of understanding a little bit better of who you are.
2: Right. And, and why you are the, worthy of love. Go ahead. Right. And we related to that, I, I wanted to share one story for me personally. Mm-hmm. As having grown up in a very religious background, of course, my mother mm-hmm. was a Bible teacher and at our church, and I had a certain reference, okay? And as I got older, because we don't personally, and we talk a lot about this in making it happen, is uh, establishing a personal relationship with God, which is not a religious, whether you're a Jewish or a Muslim or a Christian, it is a relationship with God that you want to yeah. establish. What I'm yeah. saying is an open communication where you're going back and forth, where you're praying, or whatever it is. And in that process, sometimes when we're thinking of it from a religious point, you can feel like, well, you instead of understanding that God is love, you think first about, well, I did this sin, I can't even really come to God. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I, maybe I'm a drug addict, and I don't feel like I'm even worthy to talk to God Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I have sexual promiscuity as an issue, and I don't even think I should even talk to him. Or maybe my sexual orientation is not what the church says it should be. Mm -hmm. All of those issues mean nothing Mm -hmm. when you're communicating with God. In essence, he's looking for the pureness that he created us for, which is our heart, our relationship. And one of the books that I read was called Destined to Reign by Joseph Prince. And you know we've taken a lot
0: to him, Melissa. And Mm -hmm. one of the
2: things he talked about was that when Christ came, he came to give us grace.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, And that
2: grace, that forgiveness, and I really think that that grace is an allowance to forgive ourselves because we all are human, we all do things not right, we all have sinned, and Mm -hmm. yet God has you know, we want to feel the love of a God, and we need the love of a God to make mm-hmm. it real. <laughs> right. And so that's right. why it's so important. And I remember, for me, until I read that book, I started to forgive myself because when you grow up in a religious background, whatever you're not doing right, that's called. It's like you don't feel comfortable communicating with God because you've got this sign that says, I'm a sinner. Right, (laughs) and that's what what a lot
1: of the churches focus on.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Rather than God loving. I remember my mother, even though she used to say, this is a Bible teacher, one of the things she would always say is, you just come to God and she said you don't you don't clean yourself up prior to coming to him.
1: Right. You right. you
2: come to him and he'll do the work in you. And that's, that's right. what we really need to know is that some of us feel like, Well, I gotta clean up, I gotta make sure I don't have this done before I can No, it's the reverse. Right. you need to just come and then he'll right. start to train, uh, change and transform your life. That's right. where the critical pieces occur.
1: And you know what? That's so important because, okay, so yeah. if you if anybody that's listening and you're sitting up underneath of a you know teaching that makes you feel unworthy, <laughs> you know you need to run. You need to run yeah. in the opposite yeah. direction. If you because yeah. you know the Old Testament, a lot of churches and, and religious organizations still preach and teach. Under the Old Testament Under, the, um, under condemnation The Old mm-hmm. Testament We were under condemnation Right But mm-hmm. that's why We have the New Testament The New yeah. We walk in the New We no longer walk Under the condemnation We walk under the grace of God Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't Like you said No matter what your Sexual orientation is Yes yeah. You know, no matter what color you are, no matter what religion you are, we all live under the grace of God. We thank him for his grace and his mercy towards us. So if you're out there and any preacher or teacher or anyone is constantly throwing in your face condemnation, condemnation, hell and brimstone and all of that, you need to get up, get up. You've got yes. the power yes. to raise your legs and move yes. your feet and go someplace else. Yes. Because that's yes. not serving yes. you. That's not helping you. If, all, mm-hmm. if, if, if at any time anybody is always throwing your sins
0: mm-hmm. up uh, in your
1: face, your quote-unquote, and mm-hmm. I say quote-unquote sins because really we, there's, there, we all make mistakes.
2: Yes, we do. We do.
1: We all make mistakes. We all do. There's not one perfect person walking the mm-hmm. face of this earth. We, there are pe- people mm-hmm. who think they're perfect walking yeah. the face of yeah. this earth, but yeah. you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and a lot of times, though, the ones who are walking around thinking that they're perfect are ones yeah. who are really deep down feeling unworthy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: Mm-mm-mm. You know,
2: so we
1: have to stop we have to just recognize, number one, that you are worthy of God's love.
0: And I'm not even
1: going to talk about the love of man because, you know, man can be fickle. But once you recognize that that God loves you and that you're worthy of that, that's what's going to happen. Then the universe starts to swirl. I always talk about that universe swirling. It's going to mm-hmm. swirl in your direction and in your favor. This is when God's favor is upon you because yeah. now you have received the truth about his love and that you're worthy. And he's going to yeah. bring people who are worthy of you
2: in your into life. your life. And that is so true. That is exactly the process. And I was, it's funny you should say that. I don't know what, why, but yesterday I was just thinking about, friends that I know and people that are struggling with issues. And a lot of the times, and like you said, it starts with God, and he changes your set of circumstances and yeah. situations. And yeah. once you're totally focused on him and whatever he desires for you in your life will manifest. And one of the things that that ends up happening is he starts to draw you, draw the right people into your life, the right job into your life, the right yeah. person uh House into your life, you yes. know, and so all of these are drivers as a result of just your having a wonderful and an ongoing connection and relationship to him
1: right that's right that's right and and you know uh as teresa we you know I know that we run into a lot of people, I'm talking to people all the time i get i get my my inbox gets really um um filled up with people who just want more inspiration. Um yeah. and it's just sometimes it breaks my heart to see how sad people really are. Um mm-hmm. because they just don't have anyone in their life that is telling them the that are telling them these things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because again it it all goes back to when we were kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it all stems from that and and who you were raised by. You know, some of us come out unscathed, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. but then there's some who are more sensitive than others who don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're still walking around as adults, you know, with all of this pain, and they don't Mm -hmm. even realize where it comes from. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm And the other thing is, and I and I think about, I mean, we all have atrocities that occur as a childhood. I know for me I had a number of things that happened to me as a child. Um, and as a result, you have to, one of the things that I have been able to do is leave the past in the past. And that's yeah. not easy for everyone, but what I'm finding is I don't think that I was able to do it naturally. I think I was able to do it because of God's love. I was able to forget um, in the sense that I didn't keep reliving it. I think we have a book, uh, Thoughts or Things, and a lot of Mm -hmm. times we feel unworthy because we're always thinking about what atrocities or things that have happened to us. So we replay it over and over and over again in our head, and those thoughts continue to become realities for us. And so when I look at people and I have, like I said, I have people I've been through the same things that they've been through, but I I, I find that they're still dealing with a lot of hurt and pain. Yeah. A lot of times, it's a, it's because every morning they wake up, they put. You remember the old albums that you would put that needle on the record. They mm-hmm. play that record over, over and over, over. yeah, and over and over again. And what I've learned through the years. Is that you've got to replace it with something. Yeah. Don't learn the process of replacing it. Does because people will say, oh, you shouldn't think that you're unworthy, or you shouldn't be depressed, or you shouldn't feel like you won't find anybody, or you should. Yeah, those are all good things to say, but I don't know. What do I replace it with? And like I right. said, and I think like, we had <clears> a discussion about this. You know, making it happen meeting yesterday. For some people, it may be affirmations. For some people, it, what, it doesn't. But you've got to replace that thought with something. Yeah. What do you replace it with? Because I'm a child of God, I am worthy. I yeah. am deserving of love. I am yeah. deserving of a happy life. I am yeah. deserving yeah. of being joyous. So every time that negative thought comes, replace it immediately. I yeah. am a good parent. I, I am yeah. a good worker. I am yeah. a thought girl. I am deserving of, you know, being happy and having my desires fulfilled. Continue to replace it whenever those negative thoughts
1: come. Yes. And even if sometimes, you know, you get to the point where you're so far down and so low, um, if you just start, you know, even if you have to rock back and forth, just keep telling yourself, just start with this, God loves me. God loves me. God loves me, and just say it over and over and over again until you are busting wide open with the realization. And I'm going to tell you something, the pain and the suffering that you're going through at that moment, it just washes right away. It just falls right off of you because you can't sit there and continue to say over and over with conviction that God loves me and not feel it. You just can't.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And then as we near this Christmas time I know uh the depression rate, the death rate yeah. and all of that goes up mm-hmm. uh during this time of year. And I think it's so critical, um, Lisa, for us to speak to people who are depressed and who are yeah. feeling lonely because it's this time yeah. of year where you wanna be together with family and you would you know, I know a number of my friends would love to have a significant other but it, it may not be possible, it it's not happening right now. Right, But it's right. important to know that, that those relationships don't need to define how happy you are. You right. make that a choice by how you think. So a man yeah. doesn't have to define who who or what we are no. and or having a family has to define who or what we are. That's so right. for those of you who are estranged from your family for whatever reason – you can develop new friendships. Yep. You know, you can create. There's so many things that we can do. We tend to lock into this is the only thing that's going to make me happy and feel fulfilled. And right. you're not going to get closer to what you want when your mind isn't there, when you're not yeah. thinking positive thoughts. Good yeah. is never going to come. There's like, yeah. Um. it. A, there's. A, 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 remember the positive and negative reactions. If it's a negative, you're not going to be able to pull positive in.
1: So, if you
2: really truly want to make a change,
0: if you really
2: want to live a positive life, you have to think it. And when you start living that kind of a life, then those positive things that you desire will come into your universe.
1: Right. You are exactly, exactly right. And, and you know, it's, it's funny because I'm sitting here as we're talking and I'm thinking about my life and the people who have come and gone um, mm-hmm. and the people who you thought were your friends, you know, yeah. uh, turn their backs and walk away. And mm-hmm. you have to wonder, you know, I mean, that would make any any a strong person, you know, buckle and be like, okay, well, what happened? You know, was it me? Mm-hmm. What did I do?
0: But then mm-hmm. we have to
1: stop that that kind of thinking and that kind of mentality because who's to say that it's you? You know, yeah. and I'm going to tell you yeah. something. When those of us who are aspiring to go higher, whether it's mm-hmm. on your job, whether, and we have to, you know, it's, it's a lot of times, too, what we pray for. Be careful what you pray mm-hmm. for because mm-hmm. when you are seeking wisdom, when you're seeking to grow higher or go mm-hmm. higher, whatever it is in your walk in life, everybody's mm-hmm. not supposed to go with you. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes,
2: yeah, yeah. And yeah. sometimes <laughs> you're
1: not moving forward because of some of the people that you have in your
2: life. Oh, that's so important. That's
1: so important, Lisa. So uh, we have to we have to you know, in my book, Destiny Awaits the Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity mm-hmm. to Drink. By the way, you can now get it um in ebook off of our website, uh, making it happen, M I H Group dot org. You can go to our website, MIH dot org, and you can now it's available to purchase uh and to download to your e reader. But I talk about that very thing on, um, you know, uh, people that sometimes aren't meant to go where we are, where we're going. And there's an exercise in the book where, you know, I have people write down, you know, the list of names of people who are in your life, you know, and Mm -hmm. and go and look at each one and focus on each name. And when you look at that name, does it give you a positive feeling or negative feeling? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, is this person sowing positive things into your life Or are they sowing negative things in your life Write down Mm -hmm. how you feel about this person And then go on to the next And then to the next until you're done And sit back and look at your list and say You know what, this person's got to go (laughs) (laughs) It's just time for this person to go Now that doesn't mean that you don't, you know you, you, You don't have to love them or anything But sometimes there's some people in our life That we have to learn how to love from a distance
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Because yeah. I'm not going to have somebody in my life, in my world, in my circle that's negative all of the time, and that's, you know, because that negative thing can jump right off onto you, and you don't even know that it happened. You don't know what hit you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So
1: pay attention to the people that are in your life right now. Um, If there's anyone in your life that is making you feel unworthy then you mm-hmm. need to take some time and to reevaluate that relationship.
0: hmm hmm because related, that's not of that's,
1: God. That's not of
2: God. Right. And related to that, um, mm-hmm. a lot of times we uh that's if 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 ever I could give people one of the greatest pieces of advice and my mother used to tell me this too, you always my mother used to say, When you select your friends, select your friends who are doing as well or better that's what she would always tell her. That's
1: right. That's and what right. that
2: meant was that if you've got that friend that you know is stealing from the stores, you know, for adolescents that listen to the radio station show, mm-hmm. then that's not the person you want to hang out with. Instead, mm-hmm. you probably want to hang out with the scholar who, you know, is is, is doing well. So you, you've got to make those those kind of choices and decisions. And I think that related to that, a lot of times, We've got to learn to stand firm on our principles and our beliefs. Uh, we don't train people enough. We're always giving everyone the benefit of the doubt. But we have right. to sometimes own up to some of the things that we allow into our lives by just not firmly making decisions about them, just allowing right. them just to coexist. Like you said, if that friend isn't good for you, you've got to let them go, period. Yeah. You know, no need for a continual association because you're just going to continue to get more of the same and then you're going to start not feeling good about yourself and therein lies how those feelings of unworthiness are allowed to fester and continue.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. And and the thing is, Teresa, we know who those people are. You know, um, we know that we're not in healthy relationships. You know, we know that this person doesn't make us feel good about ourselves. But a lot of times what happens is people don't want to be, they would rather suffer that way than be alone.
2: Yeah. And what does alone mean? What does alone mean to you, Lisa? I'm
1: curious. Well, for me, I'm never alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For me, I'm never alone because, first of all, number one, I'm comfortable in the skin that I'm in. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable being uh, with no one else around me. I'm comfortable because mm-hmm. I, that that's my time for meditation. That's my mm-hmm. time to, 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 to commune with the spirit. I enjoy mm-hmm. sometimes having quiet time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. don't always need to be around people to make me feel mm-hmm. like I'm worthy or, of something, you know. I, I just, you know, alone to me gives me the the time for self, to get to mm-hmm. get more wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. for prayer to read. Mhm.
0: Mhm.
2: You know, and to work on me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because yeah. I'm still a work in progress.
2: Yeah. And I think that we as we move into this new year, really need to challenge ourselves, just like you said, that being alone means working on oneself yeah, um, and being comfortable with oneself. And I can always pretty much, as having a background in psychology, I can always tell people who are suffering um, uh, from mental illness or, or, or feelings of unworthiness by how much alone time they spend. That yeah. is a good indicator of whether or not, Sometimes, you know, you really um, are, and how comfortable they are in spending that time. So if you are really not comfortable ever kind of just spending time with yourself, then that may be saying something. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because when we're able to Mm -hmm. love ourselves and be alone with ourselves and enjoy ourselves, then that is what we can offer and give to someone else.
1: That's right. That's right, and that's and and that's just really like you know exclamation point after that one because if you're not healthy mentally and, and you're not loving if you're not loving yourself and you know you're, you're not coming from a loving state you know towards anyone else um, and that's just you know that's not even rocket science right there that's just common sense. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people are not loving themselves. They're hurting for one reason or mm-hmm. another. But, but we're here to tell you
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: once again yeah. that you are worthy. You know,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: you're so worthy of of being loved and and having love and and having joy. Um yeah. uh you're worthy of that raise on your job. Yeah. Uh your boss may not see it at the time, but if you yeah. if you it starts with you. You've got to tell yourself that you're worthy of that raise. You've got to believe it. You've got to start seeing it because what happens is you are really in control of a lot of the things that happen to you in your life.
2: Yeah, you're in control.
1: If you're in a negative place, the negative things are going to continue to come your way.
2: Yeah, yeah, positive
1: things. And it's right, and it's about the seeds that you're depositing. Seeds. (laughs) Grow. The seed that mm-hmm. falls into the ground Shall bear fruit of its own kind And nothing shall hinder it
2: mm-hmm.
1: Nothing I'm going to say that again The seed mm-hmm. that falls into the ground shall, shall Shall means will Bear fruit of its own kind So if you are Sowing a seed of negativity Of hate mm-hmm. Of unworthiness Of uh, selfishness of mm-hmm. um of whatever whatever negative connotation. Guess what? That seed mm-hmm. shall bear it's fruit of grow. its own kind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and nothing. And, saying, and the, here's the, here's the last part. And nothing mm-hmm. shall
2: hinder it. And that's, that's that kind of where you feel like you're kind of keep going through these same situations. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's because of what you're planning. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you're watering that thing. Every
1: time mm-hmm. you think about it, first of all, it, when you're when you're concentrating and focusing on it, okay, that seed has just dropped, boop, dropped mm-hmm. right into the soil of your soul. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. the way, reason why nothing's going to hinder it and why it's going to continue to grow is because you keep feeding it. And how do you yeah. keep feeding it? Because you keep thinking about,
2: thinking it. about
1: it. And you it's keep bad dwelling bad. on it. Yeah. You think you're unworthy. You feeling those that you're
2: unworthy. Yeah. Yes.
1: And if you yeah. feeling unworthy guess what? Well you're right. You're not you're not happy.
2: Mm-hmm. You're
1: unworthy. You're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's very important to be careful. We can't say this enough, but we're gonna say yeah. it every daggone chance we get.
0: <laughs> You've got
1: to be careful what you think about people.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, Teresa, I want to keep you on. Um,
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: I was going to wait until towards the end, which we're coming to. But um, going down to the I will leave you with this, I want to keep you on because I want to share this um, scripture Mm
0: -hmm. with
1: uh, you and with our listening audience. Um, uh, No matter what anyone else tells you, You are worthy. You are worthy of God's love simply because you come from that which is greater than yourself. We said that. You come Mm -hmm. from a form of pure love. That is true. There are those who will try and convince you otherwise. There are those who will try and keep you from what is already yours. It's yours. Mm -hmm. You have an inheritance that was promised to you before you arrived in your mother's womb. And I want to share with you, uh, my listening audience, and then later on you can go um, get your Bible and read it for yourself. But one of my favorite, favorite, favorite um, scriptures and psalms um, is Psalm 139, and I'm only going to read like 1 through 18. And it's so, when I read it to you, uh Just, you know, allow it to resonate. Allow it to just seep into your spirit. And it starts off by saying, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. In other words, it just blows my mind. I can't even wrap my mind around the fact that you know me like this. (laughs) Where can I go from your spirit? Darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is light to you. For you created, and here we go, this is the part that gets me every time. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb, and I praise you because I I am fearfully and wonderfully made.
2: I'm going to say that again
1: I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made Your works are wonderful And I know that full well My frame was not hidden from you When I was made in the secret place When I was woven together in the depths of the earth Your eyes saw my unformed body All the days were ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to me. And how precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And the psalmist David penned that to let us know that because we are fearfully and wonderfully made and that something greater than all of us created our innermost being, and it's in that knowing that tells us that we are most certainly worthy of having all that we are destined to have, which is love, peace, and joy, unspeakable joy. We are truly blessed.
2: Mm -hmm. That's powerful That's absolutely Isn't that awesome Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how can we
1: not Believe (laughs) That we are worthy
2: Of love when we are Created from that very thing Yes And the key is recalling Reading, understanding, knowing Remembering those Things Yes
1: Yes Yes, I just, you know, I I, I just want to, to have everyone just to remember, you know, again, I don't care who or what you've done. I don't care who you are. Um, I don't care who's in your life. Um, I don't, you know, whatever it was that, that was in your past, um, all of that is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you know what? God
2: loves you
1: in spite of all of that. Yeah. And whatever it is that you're desiring you want for your children, you want for yourself, um, whatever it is you want it whatever it is you want, a good relationship, a great job, you know, uh a a large bank account, um just health, you know, there may be people out there who are suffering with an illness. The illness it's already done. You are healed. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Jesus
1: came and he took every single illness known to man and even those that aren't known yet. He took those things with him. He came so that he could do that for you. Yes, yes,
2: yes, yes.
1: So don't you see that if if they did all of that, if God went through the trouble... Of of mm-hmm. just doing all that to let us know these things, because he knew that we would be going through what we're going through. Remember, he yes. knitted us in our mother's womb. Yes. He yes. knew. Yes. yes. You are worthy. Yes. Yes.
2: yes. You are worthy. Wow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: that is awesome. So, you know, I, I just want everyone to uh just remember this holiday again that you love. We love you here at uh, yeah. a date with Thank destiny. You. Um we are always available in you know uh for you to reach out to us, send us an email. Um and we want everyone just to go back and and, and listen to this as many times as you need to. Um and, and that's what, you know, it's here for. So, um that concludes our show for this evening, Ms. Teresa Hamilton.
2: <laughs> well, it was an awesome show, and I could just feel it at the beginning of the call, and it uh, with that psalm reading, it just knocked it out the box. So thank you, Lisa, and again, <clears throat> congratulations on what you have been able to accomplish, and it's even going to get better. <laughs> oh,
1: I believe that, and I receive that, yeah. and I thank you as well. And I want to thank everyone else. Uh, For tuning in with us And as as always a shout out to my family and friends Who are always loving and supporting me And also to my Facebook family for listening in Once again a big thank you Teresa I love you so much And I just thank you for hanging in there with me um, And being a part of such a wonderful thing That uh, God has given to us to continue to reach out to people and inspire and empower them please tune in next week december 24th christmas eve at 6:30 eastern standard time where the topic will be celebrating life and we have a special guest that will be joining us so you really don't want to miss that also don't forget to stop by my website your to get some extra motivation and inspiration download us for free on iTunes and like us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self evaluation, seek God, and learn how to love yourself first because, after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself and you are worthy. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders. And I thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date With Destiny. And I'm looking forward to sharing with you next week. And please remember, no matter what goes on throughout your day, you are truly and unequivocally blessed. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.
0: Yes, yes Water in my face and everything is in its place Peace of mind, even my grace I'm so blessed Yes, yes, yes My grandma almost lived to see 92 I'm so blessed Yes, 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 yes My town was born healthy and beautiful I'm so blessed Yeah, yeah My mama's on my right side, daddy on my left My son, father doing his absolute I'm so blessed, 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 blessed Yeah, yeah, yeah And I know what I know And I know what I know It's just the way it be Ain't nothing coming easily in this life Sometimes you gotta work and you gotta go and it gotta hurt I'm sure you know Take a look around Woke up this morning listening to this song You're so blessed Yes, yes Gonna rock the dawn all day long You're so blessed yes I'm the